We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, the top story here with the Texans, the Texans coaching search. They had uh, more interviews over the weekend, including Mike Kafka. Uh, D'Amico Ryans was interviewed uh, as well. So they have talked to, they have interviewed all the coaches that they had requested interviews for. First off, it is, uh, I think it, I think at the start of this thing, I think it's a great accomplishment that everybody agreed to interview with them. For, for starters, I think that is a that is a big deal and a good sign for the Texans. And although everyone we're seeing all the the, the, the people interview Clint, it looks like D'Amico Ryan's is sliding to be the front runner. A lot of people feel like that is going to happen, including him canceling two interviews, Clint, with the Colts and the Cardinals. All right, from you, is that anything? Is that something? Is that something not to be made a big deal out of? What is that? Is it signaling thing to you that D'Amico Ryans had four interviews and he and he canceled two of them? Yeah, look, it, it definitely means something to me that that he spent so much time with the Houston Texans that he felt like he couldn't handle anymore. He needed to get back to the San Francisco 49ers and start focusing on their playoff game, and he and he thought so so uh, you know much about that that he canceled two uh, prospective head coach uh, head coach interviews with two other franchises. I'm not really leaning too much into, well, is he not going to interview with those? What do, what do the cancels mean? I'm more interested in he spent so much time with the Texans brass that the others, the other interviews were less important. The other interviews, rushing off the Zoom or rushing out of the room with with the Texans was more was 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 not an option. Spending more time, getting to know the Texans more was was the priority at that particular time versus getting off the phone and getting through two more uh, head coach interviews. So um, that, that's where I'm at with it. He thought enough of the Texans' opportunity and and the time that he needed to spend with them. He thought enough of that, and it was important enough to literally risk the other teams going in a different direction, hiring somebody else, not having time down the road, not wanting to interview him in a week. Um, that, to me, that means something. No, I, I I totally agree. Because we'd be sitting here feeling a lot different, Clint, if the Texans were one of the ones he he he, uh, he canceled the interview. With. Oh, it'd for be whatever for whatever reason, if he canceled, if it were one of them, it'd be like, how come he don't want us? Like what? It, like what? It, like what's the deal? Why is he? Oh, Cal would be getting Cal and Nick would yes. be getting smoked right now. It would be. It would be. Um. 
All right. Uh, it, it is interesting. We talked about this earlier with D'Amico Ryans. Is there any kind of fear? I, but the big thing that jumps out to me about D'Amico Ryans, and I, and I think for me, I've said, Sean Payton's my plan A. D'Amico Ryans would be my plan B. D'Amico Ryans, as a defensive-minded coach, that is different than what is carrying uh, teams through the uh, the playoffs right now. If we look at all four of the playoff teams that are left right now, the final four that are playing to get to the Super Bowl, all of them are offensive head coaches that have connected with the quarterback in some form or fa- fashion and has a scheme that has allowed their team to be productive. And that is how we're seeing it. Hell, in the divisional round, seven of the eight were offensive coaches that went that way. The only one being Sean McDermott, and he couldn't get through, and he's got Josh Allen at home, couldn't get through. Uh, If you are going with D'Amico Ryans, that is, at least as of right now, a a left to, to the rest of what the NFL is going to. And it is something I think Texans fans have to look at is, all right, man, boy, you really need them to be right. You really need this thing to get turned around. I hope that D'Amico Ryans and this combination can kind of buck the trend that has been what what we're seeing in the NFL right now. Yeah, look, I, I'm with you 100. percent I, I I think that I think that when you've got when the league's moving in a certain direction, it's an offensive game, um, and and offensive minded coaches are having are are, are run, getting having deeper runs into the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I think I think teams that are that are really really good on offense or making improvements on offense have a chance to compete every Saturday. The ones that don't just flat out don't have a chance to compete. And I think if you hire an, an offensive-minded head coach, you immediately check three boxes, right? The head coach, the offensive coordinator, and the quarterback coach. And ultimately, maybe not the quarterback coach in title, but but the quarterback room, what that looks like and what it need, what it means or what needs to happen for that room to be right. You, you get all of that right if you get the head coach right and he's an offensive-minded guy. I think that I, th- I think that's pretty simple to understand. There's a lot more value in that than a defensive-minded head coach and getting the defensive coordinator uh, right at the same time. Now, if we start throwing Belichick and Mike Tomlin and all these guys in there. But you can't it, you can't go in it to thinking, all right, D'Amico's going to be there. Yeah, I, I agree. You, I hope, mean, you, you hope. You hope he is, but. Yeah, I mean, if, if you start throwing those kind of names around, then hell, I hope you're right. But but if you're if we're just looking at it from what we know, D'Amico's been a defensive coordinator two years, I believe, in San Francisco. I am confident in hell, as hell that he would be a that, that he'd come here and the Texans defense would be hell to reckon with for the next several years. I think he would fix it immediately, um, and and I think I think that defense would get right in a hurry, and and you know we could we we'd be there'd be a better defensive product out there. But would he get that offensive coordinator right? Would he get that quarterback room right? Would he get that quarterback draft right? Those are all huge. Those are huge decisions, man, that are going to impact this organization for next the next several years. Yeah. Can, can D'Amico Ryans do it? And listen, man, I, I I have been a Sean Payton, D'Amico Ryans, clear of the top two. I will not – I can't lie, the last couple weeks – Shane Steichen has has risen up more on this list for me. Uh, it's still behind those two, but the thought of what we're seeing in the league being being put together, the quarterback, and knowing the offensive guy yeah. working with, I, I I think you gotta. For me, I have to be a little bit give a little bit more credit and a little bit more look 
to that scenario. Yeah. You make a great point, man. Shane Steichen and what he's doing right now with the, the Philadelphia Eagles offense, um, with Jalen Hurts in particular, um, boy, they, they are impressive, man. I mean, they are – they now it was the Giants. They had a bye in, in, in the Giants, but we got to give them a little credit for putting them in the position to have the bye and get to the Giants. Um, but, but, boy, they, they went with a healthy – Jalen Hurts, man, that that team's gonna be held to held to reckon with. And, and look, I look at, I look at what would come with him. I believe if Shane Steichen took a head coach job, I believe that Brian Johnson, former Baytown League Gander quarterback, I believe he would be the OC. And and, and he's a former quarterback, played at Lee, played at, U, at Utah. Um, coached Dak Prescott at Mississippi State, best years he's had. Coached coached uh, Kyle Trask at Florida, uh, best year Florida's had as of late. Um, and now he's up there with Jalen Hurts doing it again. If you could hire one guy, a Shane Steichen type of guy, he brings Brian Johnson with him, your head coach. I mean, every decision, at least until we see whether they're capable or not, every room, every box, if you will, is checked other than your defensive coordinator. That's it. Yeah. Go find your defensive coordinator. Let's ride. So, um, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Shane Steichen is, uh, and even Kafka, I think, for me, those are two guys that, that that on the offensive side of the football that I like a lot. Big three and three. Number two. Going to roll Purdy the opposite way, going left. Purdy time, going to throw back right, and it is juggled, and George Kittle makes the catch to midfield. Whoa. What a catch by George Kittle. That was... On the throwback there for Brock Purdy, bobbled it a couple of times, but was able to reel it in. What a dart from Purdy. It's a keeper. Kittle's coming from the other side of the field now. He's going to get right down the hash mark. Oh. it with one hand off his helmet, back into his hands. Yeah, that was uh, one of the uh, the top plays coming from the divisional uh, round of the playoffs. We have a Final Four as uh, this weekend. The Chiefs, a lot of storylines in that game. They defeat the Jags 27-20. The Mahomes injury is the big, the big storyline coming out of that game, but they do win that game by seven. The Eagles just beat down the Giants 38-7. The Bengals had probably, arguably, the most impressive performance of the weekend. They beat Buffalo on the road 27-10. And then the Niners, we heard that catch from George Kittle. They beat the Cowboys 19-12. Clint, there were two teams uh, that that had, you would say, the most impressive performances. The Eagles coming off the bye, beating down a Giants team. That was really good. And then the Bengals uh, beating down uh, the Bills on the road in the snow. For you, which which team was most impressive this weekend, the Eagles or or the Cincinnati Bengals? I'm going to go with the Bengals, even though it was difficult. Because I, I look, I think I know the Giants from the other side of the ball for Philly, and and that I mean that obviously beating up on a lower seed after having a bye, uh, you know Kansas City doing something similar. I mean those are both big time wins. Don't get me wrong, especially how they did, how impressive Philly was, and then Kansas City doing it with with a, a, a banged up Mahomes. Um, and golly, that offense, like I said, I mean, the, the defense in Philly was suffocating. The offense was just surgical. It was absolutely, absolutely beautiful. But, man, show I, I can't go anywhere but Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I felt like watching that game, man, one, Joe Burrow is, I use the term surgical. I mean, it, he just is literally, I think I heard, I can't remember who was commentating that game, but. They were talking about how Jim Nance and Tony Romo were. Is that who that was in that game? It's the Bengals Bills. Okay, yeah. They yeah. was talking about how often Joe Burrow gets to the line of scrimmage, sees what the defense is doing, and before the ball snap, gets them in the, in the perfect play. Right. 
Um, a lot of teams try to do that, and it, we saw Bill O'Brien and, and and Deshaun Watson try to do it here, and it never it never jived. But but for whatever reason, Joe Burrow has the ability to do that more times than than not, and more than more than most quarterbacks. I, the fact that Buffalo is on the other side of the football. And I felt like they, I felt like they dominated that ball game. I, like I, I felt like Joe Burrow was a surgeon back there, just very meticulously getting through a procedure. And then Josh, they whatever they wanted, to whatever do. they wanted to do. And then Josh Allen on the other side was like, I mean, just throwing haymakers out of breath, throwing haymakers from about the second quarter on. I mean, it was just, it was the damnedest thing. But I, the the Bengals are are right now are my favorite man. Given based on what we've seen, um. I, I like the Bengals as the best team in, in football right now. Mm, okay, so Bengals most impressive. Listen, I, I think they were very impressive. But, man, Joe Burrow, I'm coming to expect for him to to have games like that. Now, the way they dominated him and the way that this this playoff Bengals defense, their D.C. Lou, I can't remember his last name, but but he has become, oh, yeah. uh, become dominant. Here, uh, here of late in the postseason, like not just stopping teams, but but stopping, you know, elite quarterbacks. So they have been amazing. But the the Giants, the way their team is set up, it is hard to blow them out. Like it is hard to just absolutely, especially the way the Giants have been playing lately. Yeah. They run the ball. They play sound defense. They don't generally make mistakes. Clint, that game was over from the jump. This was just Jalen Hurts, you know, had the injury situation. A lot of those guys, you know, not played a lot in the playoffs. Brown's first game with them. I mean, that that thing was never close. Saquon couldn't get going. As good as Daniel Jones looked, I mean, Mike Kafka was ready to get jobs off of last week. Is as bad as they looked. I mean, they were dominant. So, the Eagles, to me, I, I, I just, the Giants, 38-7, yeah. and it wasn't that close. That was surprising to me that they beat them down that bad. You know what's crazy about watching that game? And I'll be honest with you, that game was so so done at halftime, and I was I, I was ready cooked. To move on yeah, with your it, was, it was time for me to move on with my evening, like you said. But I, I the, the, what's beautiful about what the Eagles do, and, and look, somebody may somebody may you know they may run up against the 49ers and 49ers defense can get them out of this. But they make the game, and I've said this a couple times today because it's so beautiful when it happens. They make the game. So vanilla. It's like the Arian Foster days with with the, the the Texans. Wade Smith and all those guys always talking about it. They were able to run the football so well that from a quarterback perspective, you knew what you were going to get. From a receiver's perspective, you got a lot of one-on-one coverage. And and, and the reason that's important is because when, when they when they load up to stop your run, it, it is you know exactly where you're going with the football. The offensive coordinator calls up a play, dials up a play, and you go, you break the huddle and you get the line of scrimmage, and it's exactly what you thought it was going to be. It's exactly what you practiced it against. You you get the mismatch exactly the way you thought, and I'll be damned if, if the landmark on the field of where you're where he's trying your receiver's trying to get to, and you throw the football in precisely what you did at practice, versus a bunch of post snap processing and reacting to this or that. It makes the game so much more basic when you can do what the Eagles do, and it's it's just un, when it's I just got yeah it's I, powerful man. I thought the Eagles were going to win, but that I, they didn't have a chance. Yep, both their lines just dominated yep. both their offensive defensive the, lines. The interesting insane. thing to watch show after watching the Cowboys struggle to run the football against the 49ers, how do the Eagles establish the run right? I think Cowboy fans need to watch that. 
Because Cowboys in the past have been a team, oh, it's the best run team in the league. Okay, so you just abandon the run and you do this or that. Or you can't run the football and you make excuses because yeah. the defense is so good. Watch Philly. If Philly has to abandon the run, 49ers going that ball game. Yeah. But I, I'd be willing to bet you that with Jalen Hurts, that they're gonna they're gonna run the football and run it well. And the, and the Cowboys got after Purdy. It's only gonna get worse with the best pass yep. rush in, in the game. Yep. Big three at three, number three at the Crypto.com Arena. Dylan Brooks was having words with Shannon Sharp, and you see Stephen Adams comes over to protect his guy along with the supporting cast, and then. Still talking, and T. Morant, John Morant's dad, comes over. Had an opportunity to talk to T. Morant, and he said, my, high, my blood pressure didn't go up a bit. Nothing but love and respect for Shannon Sharp. It's a bunch of guys talking a bunch of trash. And just silly. <laughs> Mark Jackson was disgusted that he had to come back from the halftime break and discuss this silliness. If you missed it, I mean, it was, it was a wild scene at the half. Shannon Sharp, who is a Hall of Fame tight end, but now a, a commentator uh, for, for FS1, does Undisputed with Skip Bayless every day. I mean, squaring off against Dylan Brooks and the rest of the Memphis Grizzlies that then that didn't spilled out against him and T uh, and T Morant, John Morant's father. It, this was this was crazy. Just silly. It was silly. Thanks, Mike. Breen. I it was it was a wild scene. And I, I, I thought something might pop off. I, like sometimes you see in those situations, like, and it's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know. Shannon, Shannon seemed to be pretty damn dead serious. Well, I, I think Shannon would have. I, I you know, I, I've questioned before. Again, I mean, what, what's big, Stephen Adams? Yeah. I mean, he goes over there and a, and a dude about Tyler's size is holding him back, and, he, and like he's acting like that guy, like he couldn't get through that guy if he wanted to. It's like if he really wanted to get to Shannon Sharp, Stephen, your big ass could have got to Shannon Sharp. I mean, let's be honest here. Um, I, look, I, I I think I think it's embarrassing. Like if I was Shannon Sharp, I'd be embarrassed. That's a grown ass man. I mean, you're you're a grown ass man, and you were you were have have paid. Maybe you didn't pay. I don't know to sit courtside at a Lakers game. TV sure cameras everywhere. You're standing on the floor, telling. Uh, and I don't know what Dylan Brooks. I don't know how old Dylan Brooks is. But 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 telling a guy that's in in the in the heat of battle, which you should know where your mind's at in that. To come over and 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 f you f this f that, and then the whole bench comes over there, or the whole team comes over there, and security comes over there, and then one of the players' dads come over there. He you should he should be embarrassed. Yeah, I mean they, you are a grown ass man doing that. Yeah, I, I think I think Dylan was sensitive to the you're sure. not big enough to to guard LeBron James, but Shannon Sharp's got to be better. That was just he's wrong, he's wrong for how he went, and he apologized. He did apologize and said he should have. Uh, uh, kind of put the fire out of the situation instead. I mean, he put all kind of lighter fluid on that thing. <laughs> Worst thing he should have done is come out of that damn that damn sweater. I mean, that like he like he's got to be. If he was in that white tee that he had underneath with his build, really take it a lot more serious. Yeah, if he was in that little denim sweater number. That was that was just a little silly. Too much for me, anyhow. Uh, but no, Shannon was Shannon to me is the number one person that was wrong in the situation. But it's not. But it's not. So it's not even like he was dead ass wrong. But it's not like his remarks on social media afterwards. Then he's and then going. At, he, he the, apolo- the apology was great, but the but the response like it just shows like you're living in a different world where you think that's acceptable. He made a ton of mistakes. I think he. I think he understands he made a ton of mistakes. Like he goes immediately in the tunnel and talks to the ESPN. Reporter who did reports like five minutes afterwards, where he is still at a ten. Right. By the way, him and T 
T came over there and shake it up. I saw that video yeah. too. Yeah, that he did. I just got the red carpet. We're wanting to get into a controversy. I don't know what I don't know what Jai's dad said to him, but I just know I could read clearly. Shannon three straight times. I bet you won't. <laughs> I bet oh, you won't. Wow. All right, one of the top guys uh, that that could could be a candidate to get this job for the Texans. We got to give you the latest on him and. It may be time to hang it up with you. We'll discuss that coming up next on The Drive. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, a guy named Clint is back with us. Uh, yeah, he is. A guy named Clint. How y'all feel about a man twerking? Ah, uh, that's right. I, I did twerk a couple times in Cabo. I'm glad you played. I that. twerked a couple times in Cabo. I, I'm glad you played that because some because some uh, some cat here. I may have twerked on the boat actually. Comes in. Welcome back, Clint. Nice to have an adult in the house. What'd y'all do? Y'all, y'all act like a bunch of kids. Was it daycare hour? Day, daycare daycare on the drive when I was gone or what? Daycare? You up here talking about? What do you think about a man twerking? I don't know about hope. I mean, I hope there's no twerking going on in the daycare. I'm, I'm not going to send my daughter saying, if there is. That's, a, that's the adult in the room oh, right Well, I mean, there. I was in Cabo on vacation. Y'all were at no, work I'm in good. the studio. Like, what were y'all acting like? Nothing. We were just having a good time in here. <laughs> As well you should. The adults are in the room. Clint, Clint, the clear adult here. Well, don't right get off. mad at me. I didn't say it. I'm not mad at you, but I mean, look, we all have a good time in here. Liars. There was no, an we adult are. here. We are. Yeah, I'm here every day. Well, I mean, Cousin more so me. every day. No, adults do their job. I'm sorry. I, see, I've got to get job. over it. i got to get over it. But I mean, I've I, got to, I'm see, a father just, figure for you. It took me you. there. I've, I'm trying, man. It's, I'm just, Tyler is my daddy. I'm no, just, that's exactly how you, that's exactly how yeah. you get change, yo. Yeah. Quit apologizing You're right. For You're it. right. Yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. I mean, you yeah. got to hit him where it hurts. And I am. There you go. Want to get drinks this weekend? Po- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wide open. Yeah. No, nothing this weekend, bub. Nice. Crawfish? Oh, yes. Oh, pop it. We'll have to. We'll have That's to, all right. I don't like to be around you when you eat anyway. We'll have to discuss. Yeah. You know you don't believe that. You're in there hurting. We'll have to discuss a place <laughs> and a venue. Yeah. Afterwards, when that happens. Um, <laughs> all 
All right, man. Uh, listen, the, the, what is this, uh, Tyler? I think the Panthers, they've completed their interview with Sean Payton. Yep, just a bit ago. Yeah, man, did you all hear the reports also that the Broncos are, are, are looking to get a second interview with Sean Payton? I've seen those reports there. Clint, two interviews with the, uh, with the Broncos potentially. He has completed his interview with the Panthers, in which he flew to New York for that interview. Um, at least that was the, that was the plan initially. Uh, and then uh, he's also uh, talked about having an interview with the Cardinals as well, who requested an interview. Should Texans fans kind of just give up on the Sean Payton thing? Are you, are you, are you, are you there? Are you there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think, look, man, I, I, think it's, I think it was a long shot from jump. I think now that it appears that uh, Mike McCarthy's going to be fired, I'm, I'm, I'm it, look, I have no reason to believe that other than what I watched, who I know is on the streets and available, and the fact that Stephen Jones didn't make his radio appearance today and Jerry Jones is not going to make his radio appearance tomorrow in Dallas. I don't have time to have a bad it, time. It, it just seems like the, the – um, yeah, I didn't even throw Dallas in the fold there when I was just talking about all the interviews that he's got now set. Yeah, I, I, look, I just, I think, I think when you there, there may not be full truth to the report that surfaced of what New Orleans is going to want, which was about four times what we thought it was going to, you know, what Sean told us it was going to take. That's what. That's what. Uh, I think John Gruden went for. Yeah, about twenty yeah, years I, ago. And look, the truth is, it lands somewhere in the middle. I would, I would guess, but. I just when I look at it, man, I I think the Texans would be crazy to to make that kind of offer. Um, you know, I, I think it, I think when you talk about giving up one first round draft pick, you, the Texans would have an advantage because they've got four over the next two years. When you talk about giving up multiple first round picks, potentially multiple second round picks, then I think the more established teams that can afford to give up future picks would would be would be the teams that have the advantage at that point in time. The Texans, they're relying on these draft picks to hit and hit in a big way. Giving up one uh, that would assure me five would be used the right way, I could see. But giving up multiple, I, I, I don't. I just think it becomes more of a long shot when they when you start throwing those kind of things yeah. in there. It becomes more of a long shot when the Cowboy job comes open. That, really, it yeah. came last night when they lost. And 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 the way they lost, the way they lost, and then today with with whatever's going on in Dallas, you look at Denver. You know, I, I think Denver is is a team where I think Sean looks at it and goes, "See, that's what I was. Gonna I can say. come in here and win ball games next year." That's what I was wondering. Like, what is it like if Dallas is in the fold? All right, that's that's one thing. Like, you, Dallas has. First, he's got a connection. He's got a home there. There right? it was, glory hope. And, and he can he can get a get a, get around with Jerry, and that's the big time Dallas. Like, if we're going to be honest here. Like Dallas, you're the coach of the. There are a lot of people who dream to be the quarterback, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and and they've got a lot of talent there as well. And the NFC is open. And you you, you know a competitor like Sean probably looks at the situation like I can I can jump into this and fix yeah, this. Yeah. I'd have won that game if I was coaching. If I had coached Dak all season, I don't won that game. So that one is it. But if it is the Broncos, the Cardinals, and the Panthers, those are the other three teams he's either scheduled to have an interview with or he's interviewed with, I look at those teams and I'm like, man, what, what is it about those teams that Sean would be like, yeah, man, that, that feels better? Because you're saying Denver, and I get that, but they – you know they are they are kind of stuck with the Russell thing and 
and maybe that roster is yeah. not as good mm-hmm. as we thought it was. I just, I, I just wonder what it is about the other teams because I do agree with you. It feels like he's pressing in another, another place than the Texans, but it feels like the Texans should be right there at least with those three teams. Yeah, I, I think they are from our perspective. But I, but yeah, I, and because, and, and the thing is, each team has, in my opinion, a different advantage. Right? I, I just, I, I think. I think Sean I think Sean probably wants to be in or ideally um I think he would embrace the situation in Houston with the cap space and the picks um and the freedom that I think the owner would give would yeah. would give the coach um Come on Sean I think that would be big for him but it's not big enough for him to not entertain other teams that he feels like he can win right now with like I, like I, like I, I'm with you. I you think, think he definitely Dallas, definitely Dallas, definitely Dallas. But, but also, I, look, I, I. You think it, he looks at Denver differently yes, than most people? A, absolutely. I, I, like I, I don't know how anybody looks at Denver and says that team isn't significantly better than what they showed. Well, I just think people probably think Russ is dead as a player, not as a. Coach. Yeah, I don't but believe Russ that. I, I just, I don't believe that. I, I don't. Uh, now, I don't think he's as good as he was once to believe was believed to be. I don't think that's the case. Um, but I don't think he was as bad as what we watched this year. And, and I could see where Sean Sean feels like an undersized quarterback with with, with not the greatest tangibles. Um, he's done that before with Drew. And, you know, they've got Cortland Sutton. Um, they got Jerry Judy. Uh, I mean, they, they got some dudes over there Williams, now. Williams, the running back. Yeah, the yeah, they, they got some dudes Their now. Their defense that, is really good. Yeah, they got some dudes that I think Sean felt like he could win now with versus having to wait two, three years in a place like Houston. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see what happens. I just – I look at it and I'm like, man, what is it? Like, you know, I, I get I get some of the pieces you said in Denver because, you know, Arizona to me, like, I don't know what – like, what about that is – like, I think they're going to have a hard – they're going to have a hard time because I – Look, what they're dealing with there, why that would be one where you'd say, "Boy, I'd rather go there than Houston." I just, well, you, well, you Kyler would, Murray, uh, like I, I know they're, I know in the league, the league, you know, rumors get out and people speculate, and there's sources everywhere, and I, and and I'm on record, I hate all that stuff, but you look at Kyler Murray and his body language, and and the way in which he plays the game, the way in which he quote unquote leads, communicates with his head. There's problems, man. Yeah, that 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 that's that that is a. I would I don't know I don't know that any coach is going to be chomping at the bit to take that over. Yeah, to me, for Sean to to want those two teams, he'd have to really have a belief in what he could do with Russ and what he could do with Kyler. Yeah, like to 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 make it make sense because I, I just look at the Texans and I'm like, boy, that you could look at that and 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 say, they're they're more attractive, like. They're more attractive than, than that. All right, um, coming up, there's a stat uh, about a team. When you put their accomplishments up against the Texans, it becomes even more frustrating for Texans fans. We'll tell you what that is coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. I, I did want to – I did want to – Ask you a question. Are y'all uh y'all still enjoy listening to Tony Romo call game? Not even a little. He's gotten bad. I would see. I wouldn't say. I don't. I don't think he's gotten bad. 
it is a difference to me between him and the other, like their broadcast and the other teams. And as much as I can't stand Jim Nance. You just <laughs> shut up and let me do my job. I'd love to see you. As much as I can't stand Jim Nance, I don't think it's Jim. They just feel like they're at a different level from Tariko and Collinsworth to Buck and Aikman on Monday nights. Hell, even to the snake, Al uh, Michaels and, and Kirk Herbstreet, as well as now who everybody thought was supposed to be the worst team, like the the the, the, the JV team of uh, of Kevin Burkhart and uh, and Greg Olson. Like, they're not even on that level. I just – and it feels like it's because of Tony. I'm just – he's not bad. I don't think he's bad, like Tyler said, but I don't know. He's just not bringing much for me. Yeah, I, look, I enjoy Tony. Um just if we're talking about Tony in a vacuum and, and what he does, I, I enjoy Tony. But when you start comparing him to all those others, I agree that that I think he struggles a bit. To, to me, Tony is a guy that the shtick wore off real quick, right? And in and, and today's world, it is – it used to be here's how you – do color commentary here's how you do play by play there's a there's a somewhat of a rule book um and you need to follow it it and it, it's it's morphed into hiring these guys because they're good personalities or there's some kind of stick there and letting that guy do whatever the hell he wants to talk over the play if you want to talk over the ref yeah. if you want to do whatever the hell you want to because it's entertaining and I think Tony's stick was he was so close to the game and had studied those the coaches that are still active, when he first got out, hell, he knew all their tendencies. He knew everything that they were doing because he had literally just studied their their game film. Well, now he's four, five years, six years removed from the game, and so he can't lean on that like inside knowledge of the coaches, of the schemes, of, you know, so now what do you do? Now your stick is gone. It's worn off. It's not as sexy. That was never that impressive to me because I feel yeah. like a lot of people could could do that. Yeah, I feel like Aikman could do that if he wanted to. I don't know, man. It's just I just watched the game this week and I'm just like, like he's not he's plateaued or something. I, it's just like he's not. It's all to me. It's there's a there's almost a lack of effort. Like mm. a, a like when you when like I, I like you I'm, mean in preparation. I, I like no, nah, not necessarily. It's like to be to be. A, a, a color commentary like to to do like you you listen to you said greg olson when you use him i mean he is like he's digging deep you know it, from his opening opening comments on like he's digging deep into you know what he wants to bring in the whatever the topic is or whatever the point it is he wants to make in the beginning it's not just showing up putting a tie on and I'm Tony Romo. Let me tell you about this team I just watched film on. There's a there's a, a a point. I guess to a certain level, it's preparation. I'm not saying that Tony doesn't prepare. I'm just saying it seems like Greg Olson is trying to perfect a craft of doing play by play uh, or color commentary, and Tony is just like committed to showing up and being Tony and having some stick and his ability to more entertain, more real strong entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, look, I'll be honest with you. That's Tony's personality. Oh yeah. You think to- Tony's, like, Tony's being not Tony a, there. To- yeah, Tony's not an entertaining dude. Like, I mean, I'm serious. Like Tony's not, but that was what people were, were into. Well, yeah, about. yeah. But, but show, the energy I, to boy, me, everybody, it, it was new. So there was energy there. 
But if I remember it correctly with Tony, it was all about, wow. Boy, I mean, I can't he believe predict he predicted they're gonna they were gonna run off the left tackle right there, and, and then he started getting wrong, getting them wrong too. That's right. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, at some point, like the coaches change, right? Like Tony knew that, and I don't. I'm just throwing a team out there. Like Tony knew that the Giants had or Sean Payton. He played for Sean Payton, so he could do a New Orleans game, and he knew that New Orleans Sean Payton was gonna run slice left when it was an over front, and that was his. He ran that that slice left away. He ran slice that concept away from the over front 60% of the time. So, he, you know what I mean? Like, he knew stuff like that. Um, and so, it it, it made it – like, it, there was a wow factor there. And once you get outside of, like, Tony being a football nerd and, like, having to be relatable and entertaining and cool and – like, Tony just didn't – I don't think Tony has that personality personally. Like, my – as a former player, he doesn't seem to know a lot about the like the rules of the game either. Oh yeah, like they they he have to bring Serator in. Yeah. They, they have to bring Serator in like every other like you know well, play but that, that's close. But, but see, that's a perfect example. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Like like Tony was brought in and like most color like I was brought in as a color commentator. And they're like, they encourage you like, hey man, like when when stuff happens on the field. Like either know what the hell you're talking about or stay out of it, right? I mean, don't don't okay, like, yeah. like, like you whether it's reading the rule book or it's seeing what happened like up close and knowing what happened, whether it's whether it's education or you just witnessed it, like whatever it may be, like stay the hell out of the way. Whereas it's just, hey man, go in there and be you. So it's so Tony thinks it's cool to go, hey, like he, I heard him tell uh, Gene Steratore. Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna do this again next week, man. I'm gonna bring. He was like Gene was in a booth with him. Yeah, he said, he's in there. I'm gonna bring you in the booth. I'm gonna invite your, you. Over. I'll pay for your flight. <laughs> I'll pack your bags. I'll pack. That's what he said. I'll pack your bags. Like I mean, and he's joking. He's and it's funny or whatever. But really, he's being dead serious. Like hell, ain't no sense in me talking about these 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 uh, penalties or these injuries. Bring your ass on. That's I just yeah. wonder. I just I was just sitting there. I just wondering. Do do people still enjoy Tony Romo? Because he was the deal. Like so much. So they, I mean, you know, they paid that man seventeen million dollars, yep. and took the whole thing up a, a, a notch. Yep. And, and and Troy got got paid, and now we see what's what's happening with Tom Brady whenever he wants to step out. Now they clearly, to me, have I, worse. I, I hate using that word, but of all of them, there's there's at the bottom in terms of their broadcast team. I agree. And. Did y'all see Nance ask ask Romo a question like as he was putting a piece of gum in his mouth? No, I didn't uh, it was it. either gum or like a throat lozenge, and he he asked he asked Tony Romo about the ankle injury for Mahomes and his experience. You know how bad could this be? Is it going to affect his play? Sure. And the camera goes to him, and Romo's like, <laughs> choking out. <laughs> like, choking he's out like, that, he said, "Thanks for asking me." Right when I was putting that in my mouth, Jim. I used to I used to like his little excited like a fan type of thing. Oh God, what's gonna happen, Jim? Oh my God, yeah, what's yeah. gonna like it seemed like he's it's madness, his, Jim. his legs underneath the table. Oh my God, what's gonna happen? Oh my God, what, the crowd's getting loud. What's gonna happen, Jim? That's that's that, that, that I can't wait to see that's, when we get back. All, what's about all, to go like, down, th- Jim? Those things you're talking about, like, and I'm not look. Troy's Troy just is kind of to me like the gold standard, like the the guy that him and Herb Street's pretty good, at, pretty good at it too, like. They they came into the game when it was hey you're doing play by play and here our color commentary here's how you do it and they and they perfected it and they're so like Troy would be like he would be embarrassed for two weeks if he got caught like mid sentence stuffing a damn peppermint or something throat lozenge in his you know what I mean like that would never happen but and and to your point of Tony being doing the all the oh like that's just you're just feeling space yeah yeah he's yeah he's. 
So I, I just curious. I'm listening to him. I'm like, my God, Tony. I I don't. I enjoy. I enjoy him. Just like I, I do enjoy some of the football, like like the the X's and O's talk more than most, I guess. So I enjoy some of that. But I definitely feel I feel your pain relative. But when to, you watch Tony, do you feel like you're learning something? I feel like I don't have to pay attention to the game, and when I do, he's explaining like okay. a lot of times what's going on and what you know. It, it, he doesn't entertain me. Tony's never entertained me. I, I spent, I mean, I spent a good, a good chunk of time with Tony, and there's nothing, there's nothing like over the top cool or entertaining or, um, like interesting about Romo. Yeah. Never has been. Yeah. All right, Tony, man, he's gonna keep fighting. Well, he's got the call on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, he's coming back he's this week. The, the game of the weekend. Yeah, yeah he's got, he's got Bengals and got Chiefs, so that'll be. That would be fantastic. By the way, speaking of the Bengals, who they won their fifth playoff game in the last two years. Really? They already won five of them, huh? In the last two years. How long have the Texans been around, Tyler? They just got done playing their 21st NFL season. How many playoff wins did the Texans have? Four. God. Yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, like if, like I don't know if you remember Tyler. Hell, I, hell, I even think you 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 would have to remember that growing up. But almost anybody out here, the Cincinnati Bengals, unless you are really growing up, like uh, like you know in your teen teen years in the eighties when they were going to the Super Bowl with Sam Weish, like the Bengals have always been awful. The Bungles just always been horrible. Yep, and just I mean never good. Even when they were good with with, with uh, Marvin Lewis. They were like 0-7 in the playoffs. They never won. In the last two years, they got more playoff wins than the Texans have in their 21-year history. Good God, they got to get this thing right. (laughs) One day. One day. They got to get this thing right. Stop being a dumpster fire. It it is. I mean, it is. And I want to say this real quick about the Bengals. You know, I'm I'm a man here, and I I can admit when I'm wrong. I got to give credit more credit to Zach Taylor. I, I I thought that Zach Taylor was being helped far more by having Joe Burrow and the weapons than he was helping Joe Burrow and the weapons. But I, I think I've been unfair to Zach Taylor. I think Zach Taylor is a better better coach and has more of an impact on that team uh, than I've given him credit for. I, uh, this this past this past week, the game plan. I mean, he just got ugh. Yeah. When you when you get Jamar Chase just rolling yeah. wide open in the middle field, and it was all based off scheme and alignment, had him lined up in the backfield a lot, and just get him matched up on linebackers, and he's running the middle of the field wide open. Hayden Hurst, he got him wide open on a, on a couple of routes. Dude, I gotta give Zach Taylor a lot more credit than it, he he's he's heavily involved in their success and many some of you all may have already thought that but i'll I'll give i I gotta give him myself personally i've just i kind of thought it was more joe i i don't think as a whole anybody gives the Bengals enough credit and 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 zach taylor Bengals offensively enough credit um and zach taylor's clearly the 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 offensive mind behind that I, i i don't I think Joe Burrow gets a lot of love when it comes important games, big games, but really throughout the season they they should all they should all get a tremendous amount of love. I mean when you when you look at the way they were able again to be surgical against the Buffalo Bills um in the, in the damn snow, it's like they didn't even miss a beat. I mean they carved it, them up. Yeah, like it was just it, it, like it, it wasn't like Joe was great. Yeah. But it wasn't like Joe was having 
to throw people open. Yep. Like they were designing a lot of stuff that got. I mean, you you just look at, you know, one of the third downs. I mean, you, and look, they've got a they've got a set of skilled players, wide receivers, really, and tight ends that are second to none in the league. When you talk about T. Higgins um, and Jamar Chase, and you mentioned Hayden Hurst, uh, and and you know you they they can attack you in 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 multiple ways and and whether they leave Jamar Chase you know stationary to the boundary and just and and just make him more of a coverage dictator or you move him around and, and align him in different places and and get the mismatch that you want they have the ability to do all of that and and um it, it's it's impressive to watch man i mean this that that you know, like i said they're my favorite to win it all right now after watching the the, um, the last couple of weeks yeah five wins Five wins in two years. Five playoff wins in two years, and the Texans got four in their in their four lifetime. Bill O'Brien's got half of them. Mm. Shout out TJ Yates. <laughs> shout out to that injury to, <laughs> to Derek Carr. As Appreciate well. you, buddy. And shout out that injury. To we Derek. were talking about this earlier. Who's, who was the quarterback for Michigan State that the Texans beat that year? Uh, the Raiders had him. Yeah. Raider will and frame Texans. Uh, who was the quarterback? He quarterback that year. I, I can see big, big. They talk, to, they talk about him bad too. They said he's a terrible leader. Cook, is that it? There you go. That's it. Yep. Jared, no, Jared Cooks at the tight end. What was his, what was his name, Cook, man? Cook something. Cook something. I think that's right, though. I think it starts with the C. Is it Connor Cook? Yeah, that's go. it, boy. Yeah, that's it. That's it from the text line. Hey, show, tell us about the trash Kansas team. The defending champions did get their asses kicked uh, on Sun on Saturday. On oh, your Jayhawks. National, national I you talking about the I'll Chiefs. I'll own it. I'll own uh, my defending champs uh, and most wins in the history of the sport. Who do you root for? Love to know. Texas A&M. I mean, this person who texted. Who the hell do you root for? <laughs> Who, who who do you root for? Well, I tell you, boy, people. Well, some some, some cats here need to really back off. Back off. I call. Oh, no, well, I, I think. I think. I I think some, you need, I, well, I, I think it's okay for you to talk for, about no, your team getting their tail whooped when I they do. About, I'm just. I just. I, I caught some. I caught some Texans fans trying to talk trash about other teams in the playoffs, like the Chiefs. Like, hold on now. Back. Uh, oh on. damn! So like we got we got to understand ourselves here. Like we got. to. Are you yeah. talking about text line or are you talking about on, oh, I'm social, talking about media? on social media? Oh, they about. came at you? Not just me, but other people. Like oh. I would I would have a tweet and someone would react to it and like you losers, Kansas City. That's why you got <laughs> that's why Jacksonville's gonna whoop your ass. Hold on, what? <laughs> like you you got to sit this one out, Jamp. You got to. Like you got you got to get a coach here for, for more than a year. Set this one out. All right, Clint, what you got coming up? Well, uh, Dak Prescott, little Cowboys quarterback, he, he's catching a lot of hell. Deservedly so. Uh, all, all The whole team up there, head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterback, should be catching hell. But Dak in particular is catching hell for something that happened last night, and I'm just not a big fan of it. I, I need to set a few folks straight. We'll, uh, we'll do that next right here on Sports Radio 610. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect. 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.